Hello and welcome to episode number 134 of the Random Thoughts Podcast. That is R-A-N-D-U-M-B-Thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. On today's show, we have a lot to talk about, including wokeness, including fake news, including censorship, and an idiotic change a food website is making to help save the planet. But I want to start out with a little transparency. And I know a lot of you people that are listening, especially if you're no agenda fans, will be like, oh, no, the insanity of what I'm about to say. Because yesterday I went out to our local Target that has a CVS inside and got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. I did this because I did my homework. Because I have a mom who's going through chemo, a dad who's had a bunch of health issues. My wife's parents are also older and have some health issues. And you don't want to be around people until you're vaccinated because you don't want to be the ones to get somebody else sick. And I know there's a lot of people that don't even believe that coronavirus is still a thing. To those people, I say you're nuts because I know people who have had it, young and old, know people who have died from it. And the mRNA vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna, I was not really that comfortable with them. And I believe I talked about we were scheduled to get the Johnson and Johnson shots the day that they were paused, April 13th, Murphy's Law, the 13th. They were unpaused. And while the pharmacy we were originally going to go to for him didn't have anything available, CVS had massive availability that our local Meyer pharmacy now is taking walk-ins. But my wife and I had talked about this when the Johnson and Johnson one was available. We were going to get it. Not afraid of the blood clot thing. It's a one in a million shot and also something that is not deadly if you know the symptoms. And you get treatment right away. And the decision was made because this seemed like a much better bet than rolling the dice and getting the disease without a vaccination. Now, I'm certainly not going to tell you to go get a vaccine. I don't think anybody should be forced to get a vaccine. Joe Rogan is taking some heat for saying that he doesn't think children should get the vaccine. and. I think he has the right to say that. I think he makes a very good point where the concept with the vaccine, and this was something that Joe Rogan pointed out as well, was that both of his parents had gotten the vaccine. So he's not anti-vax. He just thinks that the vaccine is still fairly untested. And I don't know how anybody can argue that. They seem like they are relatively safe for most people, but as we know, nothing is safe for everyone. We talked about that here when I mentioned that some people, you know, you eat peanuts and you will die. So to say anything is safe for any, everybody is a fallacy, but we did the homework and got the shot and life goes on. It's been a little over 20 hours for me. No real side effects, a little tired and not even really a sore arm. My wife, on the other hand, was going through the hot 
and warm. Last night had a little trouble sleeping, had a bit of a headache. All side effects that they let you know are probably coming. So I don't know what it says if you don't have those. My parents both had the Pfizer shots, both of them, and neither one of them basically even noticed no side effects or anything like that. I know there's a lot of people who seemingly have had bad side effects, and I see all sorts of what maybe you call news articles. Maybe they're just propaganda. It's hard to tell without having a source on a lot of this, which is the problem with any kind of news at this point is everybody that wants to cry conspiracy theories on stuff don't want to admit that the stuff they believe in might also be the result of a conspiracy theory because you can go both ways with this kind of stuff with the vaccine no different than a lot of things there's one side that's like oh this is totally unproven and it's going to make everybody sterile and turn you into a werewolf and you want to avoid it at all cost and they're the ones that'll tell you all the stories about the vaccines doing good things are lies but they don't want to even acknowledge the fact that all the stories about the side effects and what's going on are possibly lies as well. We don't know in this new media age what is the truth and what is not. So the best thing you can do is do your own homework, make your own decisions. And when it comes to health stuff, have doctors that you trust and i have a couple of them one just the normal normal general practice doctor and one a cardiologist and both of them said get the vaccine so if you can't trust your doctors for this what do you trust them for and for me this was the right decision for you it might not be and that's fine and I hope everybody is feeling good. I wouldn't go as far as a lot of these folks. Penn Gillette was one when he got the vaccine who was dancing in the Walgreens. No, I didn't think it was worthy of that. This was to me no different than getting a flu shot. And you take that for the same reason. You don't want to get severely ill. And that's where the Johnson and Johnson shot for me again seemed to make the most sense that it does a very good job unless of course you don't believe any of the tests or anything like that but it seems to do a really good job at keeping people out of the hospital if they do get sick. and a lot of people think oh you got vaccinated they still got sick see they don't work well no that's not how the medical science works the concept with the vaccines is if you get it you don't wind up in the hospital or dead from it and I would rather roll the dice on the side effects that are with the vaccine that would come from the vaccine as opposed to the side effects that happen to you if you actually get full-blown COVID. But again, it's all up to you. You get to decide. This is the ultimate in the choose-your-own-adventure, those books. I used to love those as a kid. And this is exactly what that is. You get to decide. I don't think anybody should force you to get a vaccine. I think you should have full choice on which one to get. So I was happy that they're doing that now to allow you to choose the vaccine that you get. 
And I will say the little card that they give you so easily faked that anybody with a cheap printer can do that. So there's no way they could be used for proof of vaccination or anything like that. Cause very easy to replicate those. One of the other stories that was out this week involved MIT, if I'm not mistaken, that looked at the concept of social distancing. And they came up with the conclusion that I've been telling you all along since COVID came out, the whole six foot rule means nothing when you're inside. It all depends on the ventilation available in a building. And that's exactly what the allegedly smart folks over at MIT figured out that indoors, depending on the ventilation, there's really no difference between six foot and 65 foot away. So you have to be aware of that. You have to understand your surroundings. The masks also, they talked about the size of the virus and all that and why masks don't really do anything, which again makes sense when you look at the results in a lot of the areas that were totally masked up and totally buying into the social distancing as opposed to those that weren't. And you go, well, why is this about the same? No matter what it's because you can't stop a virus. That's just the reality of the situation. Vaccines can do something against them, which again, that was part of my homework. A vaccine to me way, way, way more effective than wearing a mask, pretending you're social distancing or any of that. So it's going to be interesting to see how this continues forward. A lot of people were giving Joe Biden crap, and I'm more than willing to give Joe Biden crap. But he came out yesterday, I believe it was, to announce that the CDC said, now you don't have to wear a mask outdoors if you're vaccinated. But he came out wearing a mask. And somebody's like, well, hey, why did you do that, Joe? And he's like, so you can see that I wasn't putting it back on until I get, got back inside. And it's OK. I get it. It was theatrics. At least Joe is admitting it's theatrics. And I have no problem with the symbolism with the theatrics. My problem is Joe is not doing anything on a daily basis. Kamala Harris isn't doing anything on a daily basis. But letting these crises build up on the border. And of course, Joe wanted to take a lot of credit for the vaccines. But, you know, we all know if you've been following along when the vaccines were created and when they started and when Joe Biden became president. But that's a big part of the fake news. That's a big part of the narrative that's being pushed. And James Carville who is a Democrat strategist from way back, going back into the Clinton era, probably even before that. He was the one that's married to uh, what Mary Maitland. That is the Republican strategist. So it was always interesting that they had this relationship and they each worked on a different side of the aisle, which also should tell you a couple of things. One, it's all a bunch of bull crap when it comes to politics. and two. That should show you that you could have two totally separate mindsets when it comes to politics and not only not hate the other person, but actually love them, enjoy them, live with them. And that's something I think everybody needs a reminder of in this day and age. 
Tyler Perry, we actually brought the audio clip over to grumpy old Ben's this week, and we almost never bring clips because Tyler Perry was the only thing worth listening to when it came to the Oscars all time low. Also, for the people that have tuned into the Oscars this year, and that should tell you a lot. But Tyler Perry said his mother taught him to refuse to hate. It doesn't matter what somebody's skin color is. It doesn't matter if they're a LGBTQ. It doesn't matter if they're a police officer. And that's where Tyler Perry is taking a lot of crap from the people on the left, because the people on the left, they're only tolerant. No, wait, they're not tolerant at all. They're only tolerant if you think exactly what they think, and that is absolutely not being tolerant at all. So I applaud Tyler Perry for standing up and saying the hate is the problem and people have to stop hating people for a variety of reasons. But the woke agenda won't let that happen. And even James Carville knows that is the issue. In an interview with Vox, he said, quote, Wokeness is a problem and everyone knows it. It's hard to talk to anybody today. And I talk to lots of people in the Democratic Party who doesn't say this, but they don't want to say it out loud. The interviewer asked him why that is. And he said, quote, because they'll get clobbered or canceled. And look, part of the problem is that lots of Democrats will say that we have to listen to everybody. And we have to include every perspective or that we don't have to run a ruthless messaging campaign. Well, you kind of do. It really matters. Then he went on to say, quote, we can't say Republicans are going to call us socialists no matter what. So let's just run as out and out socialists. That's not the smartest thing to do. And maybe tweeting that we should abolish the police isn't the smartest thing to do because almost fucking nobody wants to do that. I apologize for the language if you're offended, but that's James Caravelle, and he's right. And this was also echoed this past week by Bill Maher when he talked about the percentage of people, according to some polls, and I know polls are only worth the paper they're printed on most of the time. But he talked about how many of the younger demographics believe that the police should be abolished. And he talked about how nuts that was. And he talked about how many of the younger people thought communism would be a great thing to try. And even Bill Maher pointed out communism has been tried and it doesn't work. He's like, we aren't taking you seriously because of your age or your color or anything like that. It's because your ideas are stupid. And it's time that more people on the left started standing up and going after the radical part of their own party and letting them know that the stuff that they want is absolutely insane. Now, what's going on in California with the recall of Governor Newsom is going to be very interesting because the recall is happening and Caitlyn Jenner has thrown her hat into the ring, which can only lead to the left showing who they really are. I mean, I know it may surprise some people, but Caitlyn Jenner 
A trans person, in case you've been living under a rock, was formerly Bruce Jenner, is going to be running as a Republican. It's actually fairly conservative, especially for people in California. But when you think like a conservative, when you think like a Republican and that R's next to your name, well, the left seems to care a lot less about you being trans and how all trans people should be treated with respect because they're already in full force going after Caitlyn Jenner. And it shows you, again, the reality of the situation. This shows you that the hate is the problem and wanting diversity when it comes to the color of somebody's skin is great, but it's a bigger problem when you don't want diversity of the way those people think, the ideas they have, the values that they hold, which is why we talked about on the last episode, Candace Owens very much hated, although she's a young black woman. How dare you be that racist? Well, it's okay because she's saying conservative things. So it's okay to hate her. Tyler Perry, absolutely right in saying, refuse to hate. That's how this country can actually start turning around. I don't care what side of the political aisle you're on. It is time to get rid of the hate. And it was allowed to run rampant when Trump got into office. There was an episode, I guess, of the good doctor now. Of course, ABC. And we talked about this over on Grumpy Old Ben's as well recently, which was the head of ABC that makes the decisions, the woman that makes the decisions on what television shows are going to run, actually admitted there were a bunch of good shows that were up for consideration, but they weren't woke enough. I mean, not her exact words. I'm paraphrasing, but you know, the shows weren't diverse enough. So no, we're not going to put that on the air, she said, which is an interesting concept. You know, as far as being able to tell stories that you have to throw a diverse cast in and that maybe doesn't fit with the story. I mean, maybe I want to uh, have a television show about me and my friends growing up in an all boys Catholic high school in the city of Chicago in the 80s. Well, you don't have any trans people or, oh, you don't have any girls or you don't have any whatever. It's like, well, no, because that's not the scene that the story would be set in. But this is ABC now. This is Disney, which is why Disney is becoming one of the most evil companies in the world. And it's getting harder and harder to support anything they're doing because you're just giving money. You're adding fuel to the fire. And I just don't want to do that. So the Caitlyn Jenner thing in California is going to be interesting to watch. If you're normally really conservative and you don't like the trans stuff, I think you're missing out here. It's as I've been saying for years with the Republicans, if they would have had a strong black candidate before Barack Obama came out, you could have had a much different political landscape. I keep hoping Candace Owens will run. She keeps saying she will. And if she does, she guarantees she'll win. And I believe that because she can out debate anybody. She is one of the smartest people involved right now in political, in that whole sphere. You know, right now she's just covering that from the outside, but I think she could do one hell of a job 
on the inside. So this is all going to be fun to watch. And we need to bring a little bit of sanity back. And we need to get rid of all of the hate that has been swirling around. The Joe Rogan thing, we mentioned that a little earlier, that he didn't think that children should be allowed or not allowed or shouldn't be forced to get the vaccine. Again, parents, you have to play a part. Fauci, of course, went after him. And that's an interesting battle as well. Joe Rogan is a guy who's always been open to hearing both sides of the story, which is what reasonable, rational people should want. If you don't want to even hear the other side of the story, then you may be the problem. If you have a viewpoint and you don't want to hear a rational debate on both sides covering the topics at hand, then you may be part of the problem. Which, of course, why Rogan should have never gone to Spotify, because they're about to pull more of his episodes, it sounds like, because, you know, dangerous content, dangerous content. But what Joe Rogan is doing, I think, is much more valuable than what most of these 24-7 network news, cable news is doing. And as predicted, Bill O'Reilly was predicting this one long before I was, that once Trump was out of office, the cable news networks have dropped people like flies the people watching i mean they might be dropping the people that are working for them as well because they're obviously making less fox news is back on top which is an interesting change but fox cnn msnbc when you compare this to the amount of people watching last year at the same time down about 50 percent on average across the board So this is just further proof that the Trump show was entertaining and the Joe Biden show is a bit of a snooze fest. I mean, I think Joe snoozes a lot himself. But this I also saw an article recently. This is a big problem for the Republicans, because how do you gather? You know, how do you gather momentum? How do you get people to go out against Joe Biden? He's so vanilla. You find it very hard to be negative against Joe because it seems like you're just kicking grandpa where Trump was strong. Trump had very strong ideas and they had something to attack. Joe Biden has basically been underground since being inaugurated. Kamala Harris, the same way. I think she's just waiting for her shot at the top and that may come sooner than later the way it's going with Joe, but we'll see how that goes. Now, the most insane thing that I saw in this past week was a food website named Epicurious, which I've run into a bunch because when you do a search, a lot of times, and I've been doing this lately with the air fryer stuff, we'll go, how how long? What temperature do I need to do this? And they're one of the sites that comes up a lot with the recipes that you can try. And this might be the most woke thing I've seen in a while, because starting now, that site, Epicurious, will no longer post any new recipes that involve beef. Yay! We're saving the planet by not posting recipes that have beef in them. 
So, I mean, there's a great opportunity right here for anybody to be starting. I'm sure there's other sites out there that are doing this, but maybe it's time to start an all beef recipe site because this is how far the virtue signaling, this is how far the wokeness is going. The folks at Epicurious wrote, quote, it might not feel like much, but cutting out just a single ingredient, beef, can have an outsized impact on making a person's cooking more environmentally friendly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Quote, beef won't appear in the new Epicurious recipes, articles, or newsletters. It will not show up on our homepage. It will be absent from our Instagram feed. We've cut out beef. Our readers have rallied around the recipes we've published in beef's place. Just wait. Just wait till Epicurious starts telling you to cook bugs and then see if you're all in on that. This is absolutely moronic. This is virtue signaling to the 10th degree. This is more people who don't understand anything about the realities of the world. But hey, that's okay. It's still a free country here in the United States. You're welcome to be as dumb as you want and to decide that we're just going to take beef. We're never going to post another beef recipe because people, you should be much more environmentally friendly because, yeah, I'm sure. What's next? When when do lamb come on to being un, unfriendly environmentally? What about chicken? When does that come on? When does anything but, you know, cockroaches and slugs, when does that happen? When Epicurious could be like, all slugs all the time. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I'll never make any of their recipes and won't go to their website anymore, but that's okay. There's alternatives, which is what makes this really virtue signaling. If these morons really think that by them no longer posting new recipes that involve beef, that it's somehow going to make a difference on the planet because of global warming. They're absolutely not so cuckoo, but that's okay. Keep being not so cuckoo, Epicurious. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but you're dumb because people like eating meat. If you don't like eating meat, it's like the vaccine, then don't eat meat. But making a change that says, well, we won't even show you a recipe. Well, that's kind of cutting off your nose to spite your face. And maybe they'd rather you eat your nose. I don't know. But yeah, virtue signaling alive and well here on the Internet. I always love when this kind of stuff is done and they don't think about the end game on this. Kind of like when Starbucks decided they weren't going to was to give out straws. Then they changed the way their cap worked. So there was like a straw built in. And then they realized that the amount of plastic used in the new lids was way more than they were using with the straws. Because this is all virtue signaling. This has nothing to do with reality. I don't know if it's the reason why, but I've been rebuilding a network attached storage device that I have all my old television shows and stuff stored on because a couple of the drives went bad at the same time, which also reminds you all back up your data. Otherwise, you could lose it. But I ordered a bunch of replacements from Amazon. I ordered four drives, which fit into the system. And they sent the four drives in nothing but the static bags in a box. 
no other insulation, nothing to keep the drives from moving around in the box. And I don't think it was any surprise that one of the four drives was dead on arrival out of the box. I'm kind of surprised it was only one of the drives. But I decided to, well, of course, not decided. I had to order the replacement. And that came in in a couple of days. I also ordered a small box of Cuban coffee, which is absolutely delightful, the K-Cups. But the way the new drive was shipped with the box of K-Cups was box of K-Cups, loose drive in an envelope, (laughs) not even a bubble envelope. So, of course, another drive from Amazon. These are six terabyte Western Digital Red Raid drives. Bad. It's okay. Now that's two of the five. So ordered yet another one, and it's taking days and days to get now. So yay, Amazon. But I'm wondering where this new concept has come from, that hard drives are being shipped instead of in a box with some cardboard holding it and keeping it fairly safe from being jostled around. Is it to save the planet that we're throwing these drives in a plastic envelope and without any protection and sending it out? And isn't there a bigger environmental impact on making hard drive after hard drive that's only going to be destroyed before anybody uses it? And then that's just going to wind up in a landfill or something. It doesn't seem to make sense, but so much in today's world does not make sense. We hope you find what you're listening to here on the Random Thoughts podcast to make sense. And if you do, this is the time to remind you that we work on the value for value model, which is we put these shows out there. And if you got anything of value out of listening to the show, you go to our website, randomthoughts.com, R-A-N-D-U-M-B, thoughts.com, slash donate, and you can find all of the information there on how to get some value back to us. You can use the donate button that works via PayPal, and you can do a one-time donation or a monthly donation. You will find a P.O. Box address, which is a great way to go, especially through your online bill pay. Your bank will write the check, send it to us. Nobody takes any percentage. There's no middleman. You don't even have to pay for a stamp. So that's a fun way to go. And there's also information there, QR codes and wallet addresses. If you want to donate via cryptocurrency, which is back up this week after a nice crash last week, but you can do the Bitcoin thing, Cardano, which I really like, and Ethereum. Those are the things you can do. And we appreciate everybody that supports the show this week. We do have an executive producer for today's show, and that is Arno von Detzelar, who is out of the Netherlands, I believe, coming in with 20 bucks and says to split the donation with the guy from the No Agenda Rock and Roll pre-show. Well, yay, that's me, where we rock out before the live No Agenda shows on Thursday and Sunday live on the No Agenda stream, which is noagendastream.com. He said, always like the different live music and with random thoughts, you never know what you're going to get. It's a nice surprise. Thank you, Arno. We appreciate your support and everybody's support and everybody that is listening because we know there's a lot of things you can be spending your time listening to. And we appreciate that you're listening to the Random Thoughts podcast. We hope you're also listening to the other show I do, Grumpy Old Ben's, grumpyoldbens.com. And of course, rocking out with us, if you can, on Thursdays and Sundays before the No Agenda show. With all that said, as long as I don't turn into a werewolf or anything, I will be back 
next Wednesday for another edition of the Random Thoughts Podcast. Until then, I am Darren O'Neill. Thanks for listening. 